Hello, welcome back to Outer Travel in a Journey. Today on my show is my husband Uli. Hi. Hi, Alexandra. Are you ready to talk about sick relationships? <laughs> uh, talking about, no, I want to talk about healthy relationships, I guess. Yeah. It's more fun than that. But includes, of course, also some sickness sometimes. That's the point. Even in a healthy relationship, you cannot yeah. always be in the blue sky. I think so. And that's what it is. It's uh, when we get to know each other. If you fall in love with your partner, which is quite common in Western world, is you think it's suddenly so ideal. And we all know, at least if you're listening, sometimes it's not that ideal after a while or some stuff comes up. And is that the moment when you start to thinking that something is so wrong whether you want to stay with your partner or not yeah i think it's it's the usual thing after three four months of um, falling in love and uh, mm. of honeymoon and all the hormones the hormone cocktail that is involved in it you got dopamine and you get no adrenaline that the mm. main ingredients i think of this hormone cocktail after this is gone and fades off, then comes the reality of the of the situation. And then you will see if you really can come along with the other one without drugs. Let so me ask you something. What was the telltale sign for you that you thought you came of the hormones? For me, honestly, I never came of them. <laughs> it's surprising it's That's the first me. time in my life that it's happened mm. with you and I have no idea how it how it how it comes I've thought a lot about it maybe it has to do with the age with experience or with being in the moment I have no idea but for me it uh, this didn't happen and it happened always in my relationships that I had before yeah and this time I was very I am very lucky that it didn't happen so where do you see the sickness in the relationship? I mean, what are telltale signs for you that there is um, fever coming up or, you know, like a, a cold? Mm -hmm. This is when, when maybe some values that I thought we had together mm. are questioned. Mm. And when these values are questioned, then uh, it's not the sign of sickness, but the sign of sickness comes up then when I don't dare to talk about it, yeah. then you have, you have a situation of sickness. Mm. But when I get myself together and can't stand it anymore, what I'm feeling or my emotions, what I'm feeling, and put myself together and talk to you about it, then the health comes in it again and the healing starts. Mm. So you are saying that somebody can recognize that maybe their relationship isn't in the brink of breakup because they feel the love ho hormone is gone, but when they feel like they're, you're coming to the fringes of what you haven't talked about, maybe and thought would be a standard in your relationship. Yeah, because everything is covered in the first four months and you think it will go on like this. And then suddenly a different reality appears and you have to approach this reality in a different way. 
I think it's not suddenly, but it's uh, when the day-to-day -day things come into the relationship. I mean, the first few months you spend a lot of time doing your favorite things, so it's easy to be on a high. And then you start to try out how is it to go shopping together, how is it to command a household together, or how is it, you know, to stay over, what kind of sleeping patterns has somebody in while you're maybe thinking, oh, I didn't know he sleeps like that or he does that. Uh, He's snoring son. massively or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yes, then you are uh, maybe making small ticks off like, okay, no, I can take this, I can take that, and I will take that, or I mention what I don't like, but we're still in love, so it doesn't count. Um, but I think it's exactly where we start to come into reality with a partner and why we can't change uh, someone, you know, the way somebody sleeps or snores, because that's like what you trained yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite unconscious. It's, I mean, the things yeah. you do in your wake state, you can, you can, you can change. And if I really, uh, small example that we just encountered some months ago, you told me that I, and my daughter also, she tells me, so my two women at home, they tell me that I'm very loud when I'm walking at home. Hmm. So I walk like doom, doom, doom. And they dared to tell me that. And I found that in the first moment, I found it irritating. I found I've, I had the feeling I was being attacked and they are not, uh, uh, it's an injustice and whatever. And then I realized, okay, maybe it's really like this. And I took care about my walking and it helped me a lot. It came out of the first phase was a kind of frustration. Hmm. And then came, oh yeah, they're right. And I try to make it better. So the people around you also have the job to make you a better person. Yeah, and they teach us to compromise because what we think a lot in relationships, which makes relationship with time unhealthy, is that it's my way or the highway. We come in with a reference frame, particularly if you've been through a good few relationships, like, now I want what I want. And the next person has to fulfill that. The next partner has to fulfill that. And then it's all about me, 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 I, me, mine. And to come off that and to think about compromising is for some people harder than for others, depending on where the scale in your relationship is. And what we've noticed is, what we both noticed lately is that sometimes one person is more in love than the other. And that doesn't mean that your relationship is unhealthy. I think it just, it's a natural state, but the person who is maybe more in love with the other makes um, unspoken sacrifices and compromises more than the person who is in the other seat. And that's when you start to create an imbalance that feels too sickness i feel that's my my own take of that when the other person that is mm -hmm. deeply in love doesn't speak out mm -hmm. and learns to do that and we've trained ourselves <laughs> literally did really dear listener we trained ourselves to do that to mm -hmm. learn to speak up and listen because from my side i might be a little bit more in the position of that i've gotten my way more than you did get your way Uli. <laughs> But I, um, I feel that corrections on my path and how I behave are super helpful to become uh, a nice human being. Relationships are there 
not only to fulfill my need is what I'm trying to say, but relationship the, should be seen as a tool in our lives, as like the uh, microcosm, how we react in society, you know, and how we can be, be better people in society. That's what I think. Yeah, I agree completely. For me, it's in other words, it's like a dance. We dance mm. all the time. And in like it's in a dance, sometimes one leads, sometimes the other is leading and the other is leading. So um, it's also a question you said that you were in times or that you are in times a little bit more going to your needs than I do, mm. which is which is perfectly okay because sometimes the other one is more needy than the other. And for me, it's like um, I'm happy with so many things and I don't differentiate so much anymore. Mm. I, don't, I don't say for myself, I need necessarily this, I need necessarily that. Um, I'm, I'm very much, tra I, I trained myself very much to be in the here and now. I did a lot of meditation in the last decades and um, coming to myself and being more and more in the moment and I have to develop the capacity to really enjoy so many things and so I also can let go. I don't have so many things that pull me in and that I have definitely to do. So I can I can be generous. Mm. I can be maybe more generous than you can. Mm. Maybe it's also our age difference. Our age difference is more than 10 years. So maybe this has to do also with it. Yes, I think into relationships, whoever is listening, you know, it's always if you're in your 30s, your relationship will look different than, you know, somebody who is in like we 50s, 60s. But it doesn't mean that you don't fall prey to the same things like we do. You might, you know, you it might take you less time than it took us to stumble across the inner fire and inner storm. But what we're trying to say here or what I'm trying to say here is to come off the egocentric, what do I need? Uh, you have to find your place in a relationship and where you feel happy, but you cannot see a relationship as, um, I don't know, like a, a, a lamp that a genie is rubbing and you know, like you're rubbing your partner to, to get what you need. That's what I'm trying to say here. And that is where you learn to step into a healthier relationship when you stop coming of the me, me, me and what I need and how the other partner doesn't see that. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I think we have this dance between uh, thinking we or thinking I. Mm. And when you only think I, of course, it has, it has a, it's, it's a catastrophe what, what's going on. If you only think we, it's the same catastrophe that's going on. So it's a mixture between both. When are we and when am I? So mm. when are my needs very important and when are our needs very important? Yeah. And this balance, to find this balance, we are here to, to share some, some nice methods. Yes. So if you're ready to come back, we're going to tell you in the next show about our most favorite tool that we've been practicing for the past eight year essential talk. See you next time. <laughs>